Welcome everyone to the Change Starts Here podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Odom. And this week, I am so excited to welcome back Brad Montague. Brad was our second guest ever on the podcast and is the inspiration for our main question that we ask everybody to start a podcast, which is who are you and what do you love about what you do? If you don't know Brad, I'm sure you know of his work. If you've heard of Kid President, he's the creator behind Kid President. If you've not read his book for like it was focused on adults which is becoming better grown-ups you really need to pick it up as you'll see in the uh, interview it's one of the books that i think has really made a huge impact on my relationship with my kids and so that's one of the reasons i was so excited to have him back he also has a couple of children's books that also you know i think can be read for adults so the one that he worked on with his wife christy uh came out a few years ago is the circles all around us and the one that you'll hear today, and the book comes out today, is the Fantastic Bureau of Imagination. And I, I just, as I said a couple times in the interview, Brad, Brad inspires people to be more creative and to be more imaginative. Um, this is a conversation we kind of dive into a little bit about his background, but also the projects he's working on. He's working on this thing called the Kindness Project which is a TV show or you know some episodes that can be found on Discovery Plus Network as well as possibly other places down the road. Uh, we dive into his books. And at the end, if you remember, it's a long time ago, so I don't expect you to remember this, but uh, we interviewed Brad during COVID. And so my kids were home during that time. And I had my then seven-year-old Luke join him at the end about um, a conversation about becoming a better grown-up and so I got Luke out of school for about 30 minutes or an hour uh, today for this this conversation and so he he talks to Brad a little bit which I love I don't know how much you guys will love it but I love it uh, just trying to see a kid try to engage with another adult but um, Brad this is no this is no exaggeration Brad is one of the people who has changed my life I don't often think of myself as a very imaginative or creative person i'm probably more practical than anything and um so i'm fascinated with someone like brad who just ooze oozes creativity um love for others and kindness um so again if you if you know brad you know you know to be excited about this conversation if you don't know brad i would just tell you he's someone that i would encourage you to get to know get to know what he's about get to know what he writes about get to know what he creates because he's someone who um, just inspires you to be a better human and to love better and to love harder and to love stronger. And so, as always, if you're a subscriber, thank you for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. And most importantly, as you're listening to anything that Brad and I discuss, if you think it can be encouraging to anybody in your life, please forward this on to them, encourage them to get to know more about Brad and uh, his work that he's trying to do in the world. So, as always, thanks for listening. Enjoy this episode. All right, Brad, I, as I, you've, in our kind of pre-conversation, you can tell I am very excited to have you back. It's been two years since we've talked. We have plenty to cover, but I just want to say thank you so much for making time to come back for us. I appreciate you being here with us. Hello again. I've missed you. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. I'm excited yeah, well, to be here. Um, and I'm excited you've got more more people uh, listening here now. We've got like a whole community. I'm glad to be part we do. of it. We do. We appreciate it. So uh, with that, you know, generally speaking, I, I run, you know, everybody, we prep everybody for our first question. The awkwardness of this question is I got this question from you and it's revolutionized my ability to connect with others. And so I'm going to ask it like you've never heard it before, but I want you to dive in. So 
the question which uh, you gave me two years ago is, who are you and what do you love about what you do? Uh, it boomerangs back to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it's funny because I will sometimes share in a talk in front of an audience about the importance of asking, you know, not what do you do, but you know, what do you love about what you do? And, and everybody's like, mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then after the talk, people come up to me and ask me, so Brad, what do you love about what you do? And I'm like, oh, no, this is, it's, it's, uh, 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 it puts you in a vulnerable spot, but also a true spot of answering with real honesty, the place of love. Um, my name is Brad. I am a storyteller. I make things with my family and my, my wife, my kids. And um, what I love about what I do is I love speaking to that little voice inside of everybody that cares about big things and that no matter who they are somehow some way it brings them joy it brings them to a place of peace it brings them to this place of like i'll see people's posture change i'll see people's complete demeanor change when you ask them about their favorite teacher or you ask them about their favorite toy when they were a child or you tell them a story that reminds them of you know what they're excited what what their passion is i love getting to connect with people in that way and so i'm i'm kind of addicted to that i think that um that's what keeps me keeps me doing this <laughs> that may be a book idea for down the road or a video or something but the thoughts of like questions that you see you have seen take people to a different place in their yeah. mind and change their whole body composition that we could all use, right? To help level set and get people back to that kid-like uh, vibe again, right? Yes, there's there's actually a, a, a writer, uh, David Dark, who's, who's in Nashville, who uh, he writes a, a lot of, of, of wonderful things. But one of the things he he talks about a lot is uh, the idea of, of um, people in positions of power, like if it's politics or what have you, that there's um, a thinking of it uh, of, bringing humanity to the conversation so that that instead of speaking to each other from he's a person in power and she's not or you are and not make it about the human so it's about thinking about some of these big things we put up around ourselves as like robotics some sort of giant mech kind of thing that you speak to the human and somehow there's this connection and it shatters all of that stuff that doesn't matter and it gets to the you know eye to eye shoulder to shoulder kind of thing and so that that's a yeah a beautiful a beautiful goal yeah i agree well so real quick before we dive into uh a couple of the projects you're working on right now two years ago when we talked we talked about a book that you wrote called becoming better grown-ups and for me you know some of the the easy takeaways that i took from it were to be present with my kids, to mm -hmm. dance with my kids, <laughs> and to get back into that child, be present with my kids in a way where I was getting back to that childlike imagination. The woman I told you about earlier, Julie Morgenstern, you two have made such a massive impact on my oh, wow. life the last two years. And it was about, instead of being in the parent zone, you get in the kid zone. And so 
I just want to thank you for that. So for those of you, we're not going to talk about it today, but the book Becoming Better Grownups, I think is an easy read to reignite your imagination and to rethink the adult that you are and to rethink about how to become the adult that you want others in your kids, especially to become. So I just want to say thank you to that before we dive into all. Oh man, that's so kind of you because that's, that's like, you, you write the things you want you need for yourself and then to know that somehow it meant something to someone else in the same way is is just the greatest gift i i started that book because i was a scared dad and wanted to be really great at it and um didn't feel equipped to and i i think i thought going into it it was the answer was going to be you know do huge things for your kids and throw giant parties and do, you know, be epic, be an epic dad. And the answer was so simple. It felt dumb. I felt like, oh, it's be present, like just be there, tie their shoes, look at them, listen to them when they talk about Pokemon for the 500th time. Okay, I can do that. But also that's really hard. And, and, and also that changes everything. And um, so, yeah, it's so simple and yet so big. And that's that's so, that's life. Here's an example. So like when I the, Noah, who's our middle child, I feel like is a lot more like my wife, who I, I find to be a lot more fun than I am. Like, I feel like I'm more of a realist, <laughs> fun princess, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so like at that time, you know, Noah is only, I don't know, probably four or five at that time, but, uh, I felt like my connection with him was harder and it was, there was a, a friction there that I didn't fully understand. And, you know, I'm, I'm all about being present. Something I've always talked about the importance of just put the phone down and just connect with people. And so that's something that speaks to me in general, but how you talked about it of how do I connect with my kids on a kid level, help mm -hmm. me. So instead of, playing you said pokemon we have tons of pokemon cards down this hall downstairs we've got uh you know the switch and the minecraft game and oh, instead yeah. of oh yeah uh trying to play minecraft by being a parent i was playing minecraft by being a kid with them and enjoying it and seeing what he loves in it and so i just want to say thank you because my relationship with this middle child has phenomenally changed in two years because of those little focuses. And so just know that I want people to recognize that like, you know, people who listen to this podcast know this is not something I do often, but I'm telling you that book changed my life. And I just want to thank That's you awesome. for it. Thank you. This is a gift today. Thank you. Yeah. So with that, it's been two years since we've talked. We have a book we're going to talk about today. We have a, uh, you know at least a TV show episode we'll dive into today. Uh, I'm curious: Are there any other projects? What's 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 gone on in your life the last two years that um, has been you know kind of crazy for you? <laughs> yeah, thanks. There's been so much. I, I've I've really been um, having some fun. Uh, I, I just started saying yes to things. I was asked if I wanted to do a TV special for the Magnolia Network. And it terrified me. And I said, okay, maybe I should do this. Because <laughs> essentially it was things I was wanting to do anyway, things I was doing anyway, but needed help. Um, yep. Creating projects with and for people um, to bring people together, really get excited about 
positive cultural disruption, like that thing when something steps in your path and it and it nobody asked for it, but it made everything better. Like I love that stuff. I love I loved them. Um, uh, we did a series of videos. We worked with this production company, Soul Pancake, years ago with Rain Wilson, and we would do these activations where they just surprise people with joy and and bring them together. And I saw that when you did that, it was not like you just made a video. Instead, you made something that changed the trajectory of the people in the video's day. And then the people watching the video went and said, I want to do that too. And so I've become really addicted to that feeling of making a thing that inspires people to make other things or that creates an emotion that you know, creates more of that same emotion, like joy, creating more joy, creating more joy. Uh, And so the TV show grew out of that, where we did a special of uh, getting to disrupt people's normal routine and let them know that that, uh, they're extraordinary. (laughs) So the the TV show, the the project, right? Uh, Right now we're trying to figure it out. It's called The Kindness Project. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny. That was just a working title because um, we like, I don't know what this show's called, but it's a kindness project. It's a project, the project, it's a work in progress. We're just, we're trying to be a kind, an act of kindness and not like just, hey, isn't it sweet, but a a project that's active where we're going to do this and then you can do it too. And, and you don't need money. You don't need any special status. It's, it's a project we can all work on together and uh, that's going to be ongoing. <laughs> and so, yeah. Well, I, I, I love the fact, I mean, again, I know that we, it, we'll see where it goes from there, but I do love uh, your Ann Arbor episode that I can get, by the way, <clears throat> if people, I, I am glad that I paid my $6.99 ad free because I'm over the ads right now, but uh, per month for the kindness project, it was great. And I hope they, you know, hope you get a chance to build more, but can we just talk about the one episode that's out right now, which is the Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor episode? Yeah. Is that okay? Like I, <laughs> I feel like, you know, it starts with you buying flowers and just handing out flowers randomly, which is like a fun way to build on it. I, I wish I could see an outtake special. Maybe, maybe we didn't have to. Maybe we got to see all the takes of like people receiving. <laughs> oh no, flowers, there were more. There were more awkward moments. Believe it or not, there's more. Uh, how, how do you? How do you? Um, you know, I the thing. I, I love the messages you have throughout. But one of the messages or themes it felt like to me the thread was, you know, it's gonna you got to put yourself out there. You got to be a little bit uncomfortable in terms of getting kindness because you may or may not receive it back. How tough was it a couple of times when you're handing out a flower to someone and they're like, dude, can you please just leave me alone? I don't know what the awkwardness was for you, but how tough was that? <laughs> yeah, there's there's um, <laughs> there's there's something about putting yourself out there that uh, is terrifying. And, you know, this the simple thing of, hey, here's a free flower. Um, and someone saying, no, thank you. That is kind of soul crushing when they just walk away. Um, but then I also understand like, oh, this is a strange person. I do not know handing me something. Obviously they want something. And so there's a part of me that, that, that goes to that place of, Hmm, we're working in a context where we've been conditioned to think that if somebody's doing something for me, they want my money. They want something. And so 
maybe this is a culture that needs disrupting this this whole thing maybe just showing up and doing something purely kind for the sake of being kind is a rebellious act and it might be met with a bit of suspicion um but that's why it needs to be done and i was very uncomfortable with doing that but also just being on camera and all of that because it had been you know a couple of years of of since uh, covid and shutting down and and i was in public a lot and speaking and doing all sorts of things and then wasn't and so there was a whole whole uh, uh whole lot of of dusting myself off and coming back to life of sort of sorts and and going back out into the world and reconnecting with people in a way that I really really wanted to but also was kind of scared to uh, and uh I had to get to the bottom of why am I so nervous what is this what is this anxiety uh about doing this um and yet I think what what kept it going and kept me going into it was understanding how much I needed it and how much beauty that was going to lead to in the world. And uh, yeah. glad we did it. <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, so again, I, I want people to watch it because there's, you know, there's definitely a build from like flowers to ice cream to your cat poster was hysterical. I'm going to leave it at that because I want people to watch it and see because that, that to me was just uh, hilarious that you did that. Uh, to meeting, you know, really cool people like Walter, I, what from your standpoint, you're someone who has your imagination. I feel like that's your brand. I don't know if you guys ever talk about it, but it feels to me like you trying to push the envelope and encourage others to find, you know, their genius and imagination is mm. it, it comes out very clearly in that episode. But you've done a lot of stuff like this. You've lived this life. This is really like I watched the show. And I'm like, yeah, this is who Brad is. I mean, people probably think it's nuts, but this is who Brad is. You're putting yourself out there a little bit more than you probably would in a normal day. But this is who you try to be. What what were the takeaways for you from the experience? What were there any surprise ahas from the episode? You know, from from doing all the things, or was there just uh, some cement that you put on some you know core beliefs that you have from experiencing this? Yeah, like um, I think a thing I I struggle with a lot is I will have this. Um, we probably all get this moment where like I should do that for somebody. Like I, I just everything from like sending, getting a card and sending somebody a note to let them know you were thinking of them um, can sometimes feel so ridiculous because you're like, oh, what am I? What else am I going to say? Just I was thinking of you. Is this going to be? We start overthinking it. Is this going to be creepy? Are they going to think this is some sort of Valentine? Is this is this going to be uncomfortable? Should I add more? Oh, should this be funny? Oh no, I don't have the right card. Or oh, it's got to have the right stamp. Or oh, I've waited too long. Now it's really awkward. And so these little bitty things, that like, I, I've decided that maybe I should just act on these. <laughs> and these impulses, if they're rooted in love and care and that, 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 that it's worth acting on because um, it's going to uh, um, matter to someone. And, and so it, it, when you have a creative idea, that's the same way where you're like, well, nobody asked for this. This is awkward. Is this going to be received in the same love in which it was conceived? Is this going to be like a thing that just confuses people or will it actually 
encourage them and, and that's the hope with the show uh we, i was getting to do these things that i always wanted to do but was a little afraid to act on and i had this um desire to put joy out into the world but nobody asked for this um and now i had this invitation to get to do it um the cat poster is is an example so we made this poster that says help and it has a cat on it and then it says hey this cat is actually fine it has a home we just wanted to get your attention and here's some ways you can help somebody and it had these pull tabs at the bottom and there's simple little things that anybody could do for anybody else that you've probably had in your head. Oh, I could do this for someone. I should do this, but it's just a little nudge. Like, here, try this. And what I found was that everybody, everybody, once I was able to make some sort of connection, as long as they didn't walk away, once I was able to just have a little moment with them of, hi, I'm a person, hi, you're a person. Hey, here's a little thing you can do. Would you like, and that you can pick one. People were like, ah, oh, yes, I've been wanting to do this. I've been want. it's just like we all were waiting for some little invitation to do something for each other, some little reminder that, oh yeah, yeah, I can do that. And um, it wasn't an inconvenience. And instead it, it just sort of woke everybody up to, hey, you can actually do something that would add a little something to somebody's day. And um, that, gave me hope that we're all human, we all long for connection, and sometimes we just need little reminders that all of that's true. Well, when you when you did it, I thought immediately, uh, and you actually ended up doing this, you know, a few minutes later in the episode was, we could all do this in our schools right now, we could do this in our places of work right now, you could have your own little pull tab thing, or people <laughs> can just run with it, right? And I'm sure, again, to your point, like, there are going to be cynical folks. How, how do you help people who are like, God, Brad, this sounds awesome, but I know I'm going to get made fun of, or I think I'm going to get made fun of, or I think uh, this is going to seem weird if I do this and run with it. How do you help people get over that edge? Because I feel like that's part of what I walked away from the end of like, you just got to do it. Forget what everybody else thinks. Just love because <laughs> that will continue to reverberate, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that all of those things that you just said are in the back of my head at all times, this little chorus in my mind saying, why? No, don't come on. And, um, and yet I think a lot of times we use our imagination to, to dream of the worst possible outcomes, <laughs> to dream of the way it all could all go wrong, the way it could all go sideways. And our imagination is the most beautiful thing that it can allow us to dream up possibilities. Uh, and yet we've, we've used it, we've misused it to worry and to think of the worst of what you could do or who you are. And when we begin to imagine the best possible future for each other, then it becomes a thing that, that we, it's irresistible. And we're willing to do whatever we can to live into that to create that and so if i imagine the best of you the best of what our relationship could be the best of what our community could be our school if that imagining is constantly in our minds well then yeah let's do it it's worth it it's worth the risk it's worth it and um and 
this little moment, this, it might seem silly, this cat poster, this, this little bouquet of flowers, this surprise party, whatever it is that might seem silly is actually rooted in a big love and rooted in a deep hope and an imagining of, hey, this is what it all should be and could be. Come with me. I don't want to, I'm not going to talk about I, the Walter theme in the story at the end was just awesome. So I do want people to go check that on their own. There was about a, I don't know, seven second clip when you helped that window washer, like relax. I'm sure he is like, dude, what are you doing? What is happening? So the fact that you got in there was great, but the interview where he said, this is the part, I mean, literally, this is the part that I'm using to get over my own insecurities of how are people going to receive my kindness from what you've inspired me to do is he said, my family was supposed to come to visit me or something. They couldn't come and got canceled. And I don't know when I'm going to see them next. So it was a really tough day for me. And the fact that he shared that, you know, everybody has a hidden story. And that to me is like, I needed that seven second clip out of everything, Brad, because that to me is everything. We don't know what anybody else's story is. They may still look at us weird, but we're going to lean into love. And so I just, I don't know how you kept that seven seconds in, but to me, out of all the greatness that was in that episode, that mm -hmm. was, um, that, that, I mean, that made me tear up, honestly, um, while I was you. watching yes. it. So I appreciate you guys keeping that in there. No, that that's there's this um someone recently asked you talk about questions that that make you that stick with you someone recently asked me what's a core belief you have that informs everything you do and i thought whoa that's a big question and there's probably a handful of those that i don't even realize but that's why i do everything or whatever and one thing that that I, I have a stubborn refusal to believe that everybody is all bad. Uh, I, I believe that deep down we're all humans who want to be loved. And when you approach life from that place, you see yourself in that way, you see others in that way, and it helps you to be bold, but also gentle. And that's that leads to seeing every person as as you know not just a guy in a business meeting a guy who's um, someone who's intimidating or so but to to just that there's there's a human there who who needs some care today and if you operate from that standpoint i'm finding that pretty much you're always you're always right that <laughs> that's that's the case yeah well i again I would tell everybody if you don't have the, it could be four ninety nine or six nine. If you like ads or six ninety nine, if you don't, if you don't have the subscription Discovery Plus, I'm never one who just tells me to go oh, buy dude, something. Thank you, it's so but, kind. I the, I hope the team at Magnolia Network hear this. They will know. Hey, Dustin likes it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all that matters. But no, Brad, I and I mean this. This is this isn't. Um, think about all the things were in the video and I'm telling you all those things I could tell great stories about, but the seven second clip of the kid, the guy saying my family didn't come and I was in a really tough place and this helped me like that to me is everything. And so I just, I, I encourage you whether they run with it, you know, that way or not, I feel like we could use YouTube, Instagram, whatever else we need, because I just feel like you're onto something in a way that 
can can catch fire. And so I'm just thankful yeah. that you uh, were bold enough to say yes. Because I know, especially for you, you're probably like, you know, a lot of people would be like, yes, I want to do a TV show. That sounds great. I've thought about it my whole life. And I can just imagine you getting it. And you're like, that sounds cool. But like me, what do they want? I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, yeah, you have well, talent, but you're just, you're just so humble. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was like, do we really need another TV show? Like, does the world need more content? <laughs> like that was all. And, uh, and then the question became, no, the world doesn't need more content, but it does need some more of this and some more of like, not yeah. feel good, but something real good. And, and what would that look like? And how do we get there? And that's going to be really hard to do, but, oh, but it would be worth it. And so that, that has led us down a path and the kind of thing that, um, I was doing already that wasn't being filmed and now going, okay, well, let's. Let's keep going. Let's see what else we can imagine with people, for yeah. people, well, together. I, I know once you get into the world of Hollywood or whoever else, you know, the, the networks and everything, I know there's plenty of politics for that. I'm just telling you after one episode, I just can think of the number of ways you can go with it. And so I just encourage you to continue <laughs> to fight for it. And I will be gladly here for all the episodes. And I encourage everyone listening to go check it out. Um with that, one surprising thing, and again, I don't know your wife, but uh, I do know I love my wife. I think the same way you love your wife. And I can't imagine, uh, I would love to do it, I think, to, to write a book together. But we also have different personalities. So I can imagine the tension that that would create. And so <laughs> uh, as of now, I think today or around today, this week, whatever, your latest book is released and it's your second book yes. that you've written, you know, design with your wife. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so this is our second picture book together. Uh, she has worked on everything I've ever done probably since we met somehow, some way she is responsible for its success and existence. Uh, because uh, otherwise I'd be in a ditch somewhere. Um, I would have <laughs> given up completely uh yeah we have had the gift to get to work together we communicate very different uh i love to to make a mess and she loves to organize it i love to dream and she loves to figure out how to practically pull things off it it is um remarkable how how we are able to kind of challenge each other in that way um, yeah. But it's also fascinating too. And so we wrote a picture book together, uh, the the Fantastic Bureau of Imagination. Um, and I write and tell these stories and do these illustrations, but she completes them, <laughs> and not in the Jerry Maguire sense of oh that's sweet she completes me. She takes them and then paints. She's this amazing painter and, and beautiful color, um, and also pushes me to to make it. Um, more of what it should be uh there's actually a long history of of couples working together in picture books and I, I don't know what that is or why um but like um margaret and h.a ray did the curious george books uh, alice and martin provinson did the some remarkable work together and and they actually said um in an interview i believe it was alice who said uh um, we are not separate artists. We're one artist. And I found that really, um, really incredible. Um, but for us, uh, uh, she has helped push my work into a, a, a bigger, more um, 
probably truer vision of what was in my head in the first place. Because uh, I'll get sort of, I'm an idea guy, not a finish the idea guy. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's like, no, let's actually do this. Um, this book started years ago. It's actually when we were doing Kid President. Um, I wanted to have all of these different agencies. So there was actually a kid UN, like a whole United Nations. And there was um, all these things in my head that existed outside of what you saw on screen, but could never fit it in two minute videos. And there was this idea of like a, a Bureau of Imagination. And it had lots of different things. It was like the Friendly Bureau of Imagination. It was the Forgotten Bureau of Imagination at one point. And, but it never fit. And then I thought, oh, maybe it's a movie. And so I started writing it as a movie. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's a, a play, like in a children's theater. And I was like, ah, that's not quite it. And um, I just kept throwing this, trying to figure out what it was. And it took, you know, 10 years. But then, oh, it's a story. And so it turned into this. And um, I'm just super proud of it. I can't believe it exists. I can't believe we imagined it. But so who's it for who 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 are you hoping this impacts right we dove deep into your becoming better grown-ups and so we talked a little bit about the circles book you wrote so that's a whole nother one circles all around us which is a great one uh who is this book for and what are you hoping that impact is from folks reading this book yeah like one of the things with picture books that i think you know a lot of your audience will get this because they work with young people in some capacity they get that they're not necessarily just for children that there's a depth woven into the simplicity. So like, I don't have to explain that to the people listening to you. Uh, like Marie Sendak said about, he's like, I don't write for children. I write and people say that's for children. And um, I, I feel like imagination is a place that's been sort of relegated to the kiddie table of, oh, that's for kids. And what I aim to do with this is for people to realize imagination is not some soft, little unicorn cupcake thing those are great but this is actually a thing that inspires everything that 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 affects everything that how we imagine the world affects how we love the world how we live in the world how we take care of each other and so i i want it to be a book that inspires more books <laughs> a story that inspires more stories a, a, a book that that someone sees and then is inspired to go write more to go make something to go throw a party to go okay what could we do together and so it's an activation i want to activate agents of imagination in every department there is so whatever field you're in all right now you're 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 in you're an agent get to work let's imagine the best possible future together and work towards it yeah i mean i think that's something that i've, I've told you before is that um it's funny you're talking about an idea guy versus execution. So there are parts of my world where I feel like an idea person, I have imagination or I dream big. But when I think about imagination and creativity, like I think it's probably one of the reasons I love you so much. I'm like you, your strengths are so many areas that I have deemed as weaknesses in my life. And so I like to lean in and learn and, and get inside that. And so I, I wonder, uh, is there part of this book that can help folks who don't, don't think that they are uh, you know, idea people or uh, have a strong imagination? Um, is there a way to like re try to rekindle their imagination if they don't think they have it? Right. Yeah. I, I would hope it would, it would help someone to understand all the ways they already are creative and already are imagining. 
So whether it's imagining what someone's going through, imagining what needs to be done, imagining how something could be done, that you're already formulating those, but maybe not necessarily acting on them. And so um, one of the key ideas and, and findings in the book is one of the agents discovers there's this cave of untold stories that's way too full. It's about to explode. There's all these things that people have been dreaming but not doing. And so there's this big revelation that, that the world needs dreamers, but it also needs doers. <laughs> and, and dreamers who do, whoa, now we're really on to something. And, um, and so this, this, uh, there's over 100 characters in the book uh, who all have names, and I will reveal some of them, and I want kids to reveal that. There's a, actually, the, the editor came to me and said, I think we need, there's, the characters in them are figments. There's these little figments. And she yeah. said, I think we need more figments. And I was like, ah, I, I got to draw more. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So then I was like, really, a, oh, I'll show them moment. I, I sent back a spread with 100 characters on it. It's like, here. And they all have backstories. <laughs> but, but, but the hope is that it's, it's every single type of person and how they would imagine. So like if someone works in um, education, if someone works in uh, healthcare, if someone works in in government, if someone is uh, at home, if someone wherever you might be, it is a playground for possibility. That uh, there's something you can do to imagine the best possible place it could be and the best possible life for the people around you, and um, for kids to realize that. Oh man, like. That imagination is is not just for escaping reality, but creating reality. Hey, let's do something cool together. It's for all of us. Well, one one thing I really appreciate about your content, whether it's from Kid President, which is not your Space Jam, by the way, you have so many of them since then. I think <laughs> becoming better grownups is, um, in my opinion, just so we're clear. But. Uh, <laughs> Not that that's the stop part, but I'm just saying like, that's the impact part. Like it's the nervous part. I just, um, yeah. you. you know, when we watch, watch movies with my kids, you know, mm -hmm. the best movies, the best, uh, animation, animated movies are the ones that like, I love for my own reasons and they love for their own reasons. And we both can experience it. Mm -hmm. And I would say from kid president to what you're describing in your latest book, fantastic bureau of imagination, it feels like that is a focal point for you. Even if it's not, it is. Because yeah. like, I, I feel like an adult can pick up anything that you've done and love it. And a kid can pick up anything you've done and appreciate it and love it. That's, a, that's the goal. Like, uh, I think if something's true for a fourth grader, it should, it would be true for someone who's 104. Like, I, yeah. and, and not that the, that there's not particular struggles to being in fourth grade. Um, or being a child, but that the the experience and that struggle that there's something very human that um, if you really tap into that, it it will mean something to you at any age. And I'm really interested in that. I love I'm like you. Yeah, I love those things that can operate on both levels. Um, and that's that's what what the the true things do. Like um, one of my favorite picture books is uh, oh art picture book artist uh, is Leo Leone. Uh, he did Fish is Fish. And uh, one of my favorites is Tilly and the Wall. And it's this little mouse who's like sees this wall and everybody's, you know, afraid of it. And 
And it's this, uh, you know, I'll read it with my kids and, and they'll think like, oh, this mouse and this is great. And I'm reading it, getting emotional, thinking about what it means to us today. Like it's an old book written years ago. And yet I, I'm reading it, seeing how timely it is about us being able to work together and, and that the littlest voices have big impact. Uh, <laughs> that's That's just, that's what really good art does. And that's what I would aspire to and maybe one day can figure out how, how he pulled it off. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of, you're talking about a fourth grader. I have a third grader that you uh, met two years ago. He's here. Uh, he's in the house. So two years ago, I think we were, the world was shut down. And so he was at home. So he was on, <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to talk about, it was becoming better grownups in this case, as we talked earlier, I would say Luke and I are very similar where we don't often think about, whether we have strong imaginations, we generally more pragmatists. And so um, I picked him up from school. He's the only third grader in America who is a little disappointed I was picking him up because he had a math test to take, but he is very, very excited to talk to you. So Luke, you want to come join me Luke, real quick? are you here? Hello. <laughs> Luke, say hi to the audience. They want to hear from you. Hello. They gotta. They want to hear from you. That most people listen to this, not video. I know that Luke. Luke is one of our few uh, regular YouTube subscribers, um, so he thinks this is a video podcast. But most people listening don't have a clue what I look like, so uh, it's more of an audio podcast here. It's been a while. It's been a while. Do you have anything? It's to say been to him? a while, you Luke. Questions? Do you want to ask like what you can do to improve your imagination, or what? What do you got? Mm, we'll I've, touch that. That messes I don't up. Know. Um... I, I love this. So talking today, he's like, I'm so pumped. This is going to be great. And now you get the mic and the lights and it's a little nerve wracking. So we talked earlier about, you know, one area that we want to improve on is being more like our brother, yes. your brother, Noah, and really growing our imagination. And so do you want to ask him, is there anything that you can do to work on that? I say, Mr. Is there anything, um, like any tips you have, um, like on how to help me grow my imagination or my dad's imagination and help us uh, understand our my brother and when he uh, says something yeah. that I, I see. understand. I see, I see. Tell me about your brother. What's his name? Noah. Noah. And there's also James is the baby. He just goes along. Yeah, but we're just talking about Noah yeah. right now. He just goes along. What yeah. what is uh <laughs> tell me about Noah. What how is he what's he like? What's his personality? Like, um, whenever he's like, whenever we're trying to have like, um, a fun night, like he always makes some sort of crazy idea that's impossible. And, um, we're just, uh, I'm asking you, we're at, I'm asking you this because like, sometimes we're like, um, no, that's not possible, but like, can you help me, uh, be like, cool let's see like let's see if we could do that or so for instance oh, I see. Brad, I see. yeah he might say it's like so tonight my wife's out of town so we'll have a boys night with me and the three boys and noah we might say what do you want to do like luke and i might say let's go to the park let's do something that like just seems that we can touch and feel and noah's like let's build a fort throughout the whole house and have ice cream and uh create like he just like basically creates a whole fantasy for us um 
And so that's what we're trying to figure out. How, how do we help broaden? What are questions or what are ways that we need to, to help us become kids again? Is that right? Uh, that's really good. And also really wise. I appreciate your question. One reason I appreciate your question is because it does say to me that even though this is your little brother, you still think maybe he has some value, that there's something you could learn from him. Is that true? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, you can yes. learn from him. <laughs> I mean, you're, he's obviously, which is good. That's good. And that's a good starting place. So one one of the things yes. that uh, I I I think is really interesting about family and about friends and the relationships you have around you is that we help each other see things in unique ways. So you already understand that your brother sees the world a little bit differently. Would you agree? Yes. <laughs> like, Very what are some ways so. he sees the world differently? Um, I bet he kind of sees it like, um, I don't know, kind of like everywhere is like Disneyland or like just a regular, like a regular basketball court is, um, a thing where you like, uh, I don't know, a, a trick shot area or, um, <laughs> uh, just like, like, a, like maybe like, I don't like, uh, if he was playing in the all-star game and he, and he uh, was doing the three point contest um, and he's just like, he sees um, well, for something instance, that's more fun than in something yeah. that like, I just everything's so fun to him. Part. We see True. the practical side of yeah. it. He's looking for like, can we make a dance party out of yeah. this? How do we include others to like make this? What's, how is this more exciting versus just doing the thing that's in front of us? Like, uh, it could be late at night and we're supposed to be in bed and he could be like um, asking like tomorrow can we go or tomorrow can we go blah 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 or build a tree house like, yeah build a tree house or something <laughs> and we might be like Noah go to bed so that's his brain is always looking for two things fun and everything we do but also two how to include as many people as possible that he loves in that fun Oh, wow. Wow. Right? And now, you know, how, how, uh, how do you think you see the th things? If that's the way you've just described the way he sees the world, how, how do you see things? Um, I mean, usually. sometimes at like, usually, um, I mean, if I go to a golf course, I'll just say, Oh, nice golf course i get to go play um i'm gonna have a lot of fun but um noah could see it as like a super big mini golf course or something playground yeah or playground or you know that's great and here's the here's something i want you to know i i don't know if noah feels this way I haven't talked to him but i'm glad he's got a brother like you who can help him see the world the way you do and that you can help see the world the way he does uh, because both of you need each other. That balance is important. Like a kite needs a string, right? <laughs> like not just to pull it to the ground, but to help it fly the way it, it should. And, and, and for... the tree. <laughs> yeah. Look out for the tree. You uh, that's so practical. So practical. Um, here's something that, that um, I, I, a word that I want to give you. 
and it's a word that it's probably the area your brother lives in. It's wonder. Like he's one, I wonder, oh, wow, I wonder what we could do. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. And it's also leading him to some interesting places of not just, oh, I wonder what's possible. He's also asking, I wonder who we could do this with. I wonder who would join us. That leads some really, really cool places. And sometimes your imagination might be like, well, I wonder how we're going to pull this off. I wonder what mom and dad are going to say. And that's also valid. <laughs> Those of you who can't see, Luca is dying laughing. I have a comment. That's true. <laughs> well, I just want to validate that that's very good. That's important. And you can maybe maybe recognize that in yourself that maybe there's times where you need to ask a different I wonder question, not just I wonder what could go wrong, but maybe also I wonder how this could help somebody. I wonder how this could help my brother. And and maybe in doing so, you'll invite your brother to see things like, I wonder why he's always asking these questions about why, <laughs> because maybe it's important. Because there's a lot you can imagine, but maybe the best thing we can imagine is what's going on inside each of us. Uh, and And you imagining you know, where your brother's coming from, you're in a good place, buddy. Thank you. Um, he, it's like sometimes, let's say we're playing, we're going to play a game at school, like in, like before, like early school or something, early hours, whatever you want to call it. Um, but he's like, he, um, he like doesn't get to the what ifs. He just gets, he just gets like, to the like he just waits patiently and gets to the questions but if it's like um something uh else like i don't know we're at the pool what if we asked norwood or the or what if we asked this place if if they could put in a water slide here or something like that like he always gets to the what is on like really fun things so he's a dreamer whereas luke sees and uh, unfortunately his dad's probably like this too of like Okay, I'm I'm all about dreaming, but I want to make sure we're dreaming stuff that we can accomplish and get it done. And Noah pushes us to the limits, right? In a good way. In a good way. In a good way, definitely. Yeah. In a good way. So tell him we're looking forward to his book. Yes. And we will report back on that as well as we're going to start, Brad, we'll, we'll show this later, but we're going to start our own kindness project so we can show you uh, that we're going to try to model what you're uh, trying to teach us. I haven't watched your show, but I've been listening and I think um what i've been hearing uh it sounds really good so i'm just saying well thank you I, i'm gonna have you, to, i i, I want to show you this i'm gonna have to send you one so your official membership card into the fantastic bureau of imagination you just will write your name you are an officially an agent and um you'll also receive your very own badge uh that's from <laughs> the bureau of imagination um, and your job will be to get to work, to imagine, you know, I wonder what we could do. I wonder how it would help people. I wonder who will join us. And I think between you and your brother, your dad, your, your other brother, <laughs> some good things are going to yeah. happen. And your team just goes along. So, so say thank you so much. Thank you so much. That is going to help me a lot. All right. Of course, I'm gonna wrap you've up. helped me a lot. <laughs> All right. 
He's trying to shake your hand. Uh, we'll we'll be done in just a second. All right, Zip Brad. Shake. I know we're we're almost over time. Let's go through our quick rapid fire questions, uh, just to make everyone happy because we do this at the end of every podcast. What's a habit or discipline you use on a daily or weekly basis to make you the best version of yourself? I have uh, uh, started doing this more, and uh, it's walking, moving my body, running, uh, being outside. Uh, the weather's been a little intense and haven't been able to, and I can feel it affecting me, my mental health, my creative health, my relational health, all that, um, moving. And I also have a practice of, I keep reminders at my desk of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Everything from photos to words, all the things that, okay, this is why I'm here. And it puts me in a space of what I'm here to do. That's awesome. All right. What's a book or books that you've either read in your lifetime or recently that other people have to check out? Oh, okay. Well, uh, okay. I've got one for kids that I will say that is a newer one. And I just want to make sure because my kid, they're, they're, they love these graphic novels, these different things. There's one right now. It's called Your Pal Fred by Michael Rex that is so weird and strange and sweet and it's about what it looks like in a post-apocalyptic world for somebody to be super kind so it's so silly so funny and i think every kid uh who's into graphic novels read it and then give it to your mom and dad have them read it and they'll find it really cool too um another book that i really luke just got excited about by that by the way luke pop back into the room going yes yes yeah, yes yeah, yeah. that's i was like Man, talking to him, he needs to, yeah, hearing from your son, dude needs, to, this is, uh, it's your pal Fred, it's very funny, it's silly, but it also, like, Fred's my hero, he's, like, super nice guy in an ultra mean world, and um, I think if more kids <laughs> could in, read this, it lead to some cool stuff. Um, and then there's, you know, there's all these books that I've read that I love, like, that that I feel like are smart and academic and deep and will help people and the but the book that i've been given away recently is an old book it's actually was written for children by an old he was an older man when he wrote it uh it's about an old dog named dominic uh, it's called dominic by william steig and uh it's just about a dog on a journey who uh meets these people along the way all throughout and he has this uh uh way of seeing the world that impacts the way he sees the people it's it's silly strange and um i love it i, I can't put into words why exactly but i have been giving that to people recently dominic dominic all right uh i prepped you for this question this is luke's favorite question so luke you want to ask it real quick and i'll re i'll rephrase it depending you gotta hurry up though we got rapid fire if you had any walk-up song to choose for a sports game, what would it be? Yeah. yeah. What song would you use as your walk-up song? That's such a good question, man. Because you, a good walk-up song's got to, you know, got to have the right tone, the right message, all that stuff. Um, because I was going to say Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog, but then I'm imagining a, like a wrestling event where I come out to that <laughs> and I don't think it would be intimidating. <laughs> um, a, a pump up song for me, anything by ELO, Electric Light Orchestra, but Mr. Blue Sky, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good one. Mr. Blue Sky. Um, 
also return of the mac uh was one that we just yes, returned the mac was so, like for those of you for those of you like just a quick uh uh thoughtful comment what about mark morrison anybody thought of him that was great mr blue sky i'm in all right last question we'll give you your day back thank you so much for your time um what's the best piece of advice whether it's leadership advice or change advice or just you know, just personal advice that you've received or heard about lately that you just keep sharing with people because it's it's impacted your heart in such a way. So for instance, like when I'm asking this, like for me, if someone asked me like today, it can be just within the last 24 hours, like, uh, or the last, you know, for me, the last week, I've been sharing everybody uh, just the, the little takeaway from the clip of your show of you don't know what people's hidden stories are. So just love big and love everyone and put yourself out there. And so that would be mine. And so I don't know something that like you've experienced, right? Um, it could be something that you've experienced with your own show or from writing the book or just people that have come into your life the last week or two. It was uh, this. This is something that was passed along to me shortly uh, in the midst of uh, some chaos uh, when we were um, working uh, on videos with Kid President, and and there was just like you know constant incoming transmissions from people and requests and travel and you know decisions to be made and and also lots of comments and people just speaking and it was confusing. And uh, um, a, a dear friend, an older man, pointed me towards Wendell Berry, who's a, a farmer in Kentucky, and, and a farmer and, and poet in Kentucky. And um, these words from Wendell Berry helped me think about the way I see people and the way I want to serve people. Um, he said, The way we are, we're members of each other, all of us, everything. The difference ain't in who is a member and who is not, but in who knows it and who don't. <laughs> and the whole idea that we're all part of something and the difference ain't who is a part and who's not, but who knows it and who doesn't. Uh, it's just this really lovely way of looking at, you know what? Every single one of us just needs a little tap on the shoulder to be like, hey, you're in. <laughs> and yeah. so it, it helped me think of my life as like, oh, you get to just constantly treat it like you're bringing people into a secret society that's not so secret that is actually the point of it all you're in don't worry you don't have to try for acceptance or approval you already got it you already are what you most long to be loved well, you're in i as i started this episode brad i hope you know um i mean you've impacted my life and Again, not just for um, connecting with my kids, but helping me grow my imagination. And so I, I thank you for being someone who is a, a fire starter for so many people. I would love to have you on the next project you have. I'd love to continue to talk to you. It's such a blessing to have you and your work in my life, but especially my kids' lives. And so I just wish you nothing but the best. And I hope everyone for the third plug of today goes and downloads the Discovery Plus app and goes and finds a kindness project get your book out there right now, or if they've not read, you know, your older work coming better grownups, get that as well, because it will change your life. And so thank you for being you, Brad, and just putting yourself out there. Hey, thank you. And I don't know if you want to include this in the podcast or not, but I, 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 I don't know if I even mentioned this the last time, but, um, Franklin Covey, the leader in me was the first group outside of, uh, schools 
that invited me to not speak to kids, but to speak to the teachers. And yeah. it was transformative for me. <laughs> I was always in classrooms and never thought, oh, I'm all my thing is just, it's just kid stuff. And um, they invited me to a symposium and it changed my life because I was like, oh, that they didn't throw things at me. And I, I actually learned a lot and I felt like I was able to offer something and um, found that I loved equally speaking to kids as well as former kids <laughs> and, and that being yeah. in those rooms, partly because of the community that you all had cultivated is people who care deeply about young people who care about their communities, who um, are showing up where they are. And so I had a lot to learn um, and spending time with them made me better and helped me see that, hey, maybe there's a place for me at the table beyond the kids table and I'm, I'm grateful for it. Well, uh, we appreciate you so much. And I loved your use of language. I'm stealing this. Kids and former kids going out the door with me. I appreciate you. I steal something every time. I'm using this question, you know, that you gave me two years ago, still to this day. And now I'm about to steal uh, kids and former kids. So thank you can you. have you can have it. It's okay. Okay. No stealing. I give you credit you every. every at about every turn, I make sure uh, people know where I got it from. So don't <laughs> worry about that. But uh, kids and former kids. Well, Brad, thank you so much. I know we went over, but I just was uh, so honored to have you around. And, you know, I know it might be two years before we get to do this again. So I wanted to soak up every minute. Thanks for making time hey, thank for Thank you. Us. And thanks to your boys. Yeah. Luke, say <laughs> bye, Brad. Bye. <laughs> bye, Luke. Crawls up here. All right, Brad. Have a great day, man. Appreciate you. you. Please support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel, uh, podcast on Apple or Spotify, and help us celebrate the beautiful, messy work of shaping human potential.